1: Every day, let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan_Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at thunderpod. Email the show, Lothunderpod at gmail.com. Call into the show, for 5362 7128 On today's show, brought to you by Michelob Ultra. At only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. Stay tuned for the Michelob Ultra Player of the Week later on in this episode. We're going to dive into the Oklahoma City Thunder losing to the Utah Jazz Lou Dort's 42 point night and the thunder officially signing Gabriel deck and what that means for this team moving forward. Let's start the way we always do with the game overview. SGA was sidelined with that foot injury. He of course has plantar fasciitis and is going to be reevaluated in mid May. Now, when is mid May to you might be different to the thunder and different to me. So we'll just see whenever they update us on SGA, but Mid-May is the reevaluation date, not the return-to-play date necessarily. So we'll see how the re-evaluation date goes for SGA, presumably in the coming days, as we're already at, what is this, April 14th. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Pokushevsky was out in this game with the right arm soreness. Remember, this plagued him in the last contest against Philadelphia. He left the game after eight minutes because of that arm soreness that was bothering him pre-game as well. You could see it in the warm-ups that he was really favoring that arm. It was really hurting him. So he was out for this game. We'll see if he can play against the Warriors tonight. Gabriel Deck, of course, out because he's not with the team right now. We'll get to that later on. Josh Hall and Isaiah Roby are back. They cleared concussion protocol. Mike Muscala is out with an ankle injury. And then for the Jazz, no Joe Ingles, no Royce O'Neal, and no Jordan Clarkson. The Thunder starting lineup is Tailmouth Maldon, Lou Dort, Darius Baisley. Isaiah Roby, Moses Brown. But the only important part of that is Lou Dort because Lou Dort took on the Utah jazz almost single handedly, especially in that first quarter when he pours in 18 first quarter points, 10 of the first 16 points for the thunder. He finishes over Rudy Gobert. He nails four threes on four attempts from beyond the arc in that first quarter. He gets a rebound. He gets a steal. It's the Lou Dort show. This game was the Lou Dort show. And, my, how far we've come since the 0 for effort in the postseason that everyone immediately labeled him as this Andre Robertson 2.0. He's a great defensive player. He can never be an offensive player. And I told you after that 0 for night to not give up on Lou Dort's offense. That take was aggregated into a clutch points post later on that afternoon of that podcast. And fast forward to the present day and Lou Dort becomes the sixth player in thunder history to register a 40 point game. He scores 42 Lou Dort. You know, it's hard to even begin with Lou Dort. First of all, it cannot be overlooked that he still played incredible defense. He still guarded Donovan Mitchell. He still limited Mitchell in an amazing way in this game. He still fought through screens. And it's funny, Ty Jerome after the game adds that Lou Dort fighting through screens is unreal. It's unreal watching that because he makes it look so easy. He makes it look so effortless. And because it looks easy, because it's effortless, and because in his second year it's what we expect him to do, we expect him to just shut down all-star guards like Donovan Mitchell who can get buckets on anybody except for Lou Dort. We expect that from him, and sometimes that falls to the back burner. This was not a Corey Brewer 50-point game. This was a Lou Dort guarding one of the best guards in the NBA, guarding an all-star in Donovan Mitchell, playing against the best team in the NBA, playing against one of the best defenses in the NBA, playing against Rudy Gobert, and being a guy that is limited offensively according to most and is now without the best player on the team, SGA, without one of the best scores since the second half of this year started with Poku being out, was all alone with no real offensive threats, bad spacing all night, and he still drops 42 points while playing that immense defense that takes a lot of effort and energy. If you're Corey Brewer and you only try on one end of the floor, you can rack up a 50 point night pretty easily. I mean, it just, an NBA player can get, can catch fire from any, at any time. They're NBA players for a reason. And Dort showed that too. I mean, Dort's 42 point game will be an outlier. Let's not get too crazy. Uh, It will be an outlier, but it shows that NBA players are special and NBA players can just be good players and, and can just dominate basketball games whenever they want to, because they're NBA players. But Lou Dort is also while 42 points will be an outlier. He's also a far cry from that for playoff game that got him a ton of hate and got him boxed into, got him boxed into a category of only a defensive specialist. And that's incredibly unfair for a guy who was on a two way deal last year before the bubble and played in half of a season and didn't get to practice last year with the team and then turned around and put up 30 points in game seven. Lou Dort, continues to show offensive progression. Now, the 42-point night should catch everyone off guard. However, you could see the foundation of him being a very good offensive player before tonight, and this entire season, you could see that improvement. And watching him just do it in a multitude of ways was impressive. It was not just the threes, which he, he did catch fire, knocking down seven of them, going seven for 11 from beyond the arc, but it was being able to hit that free throw line jumper, that elbow jumper, being able to get to the rim, being able to finish at the rim. It's shooting 51% tonight from the floor and 63% from beyond the arc on his way to a 42 point game. Of course, I'm not going to act like Lou Dort will become this 40 point score or this upper echelon score. But again, even though this will be the outlier, and even though you might wait for that other shoe to drop, What's going to happen here is, if and when Lou Dort does regress offensively, if that happens, if Lou Dort regresses offensively, he's not going to be a liability the way Andre was. He can do too many things. He can dribble. He can get to the rim. He can cut. He can shoot. To where, as his offensive game might regress, which is still unfair to even project his career at this point, but even if we account for it regressing a bit offensively. He will still do enough offensively to where mixing that with him being one of if not the very best defenders in this league creates this all-around really good player. Not even to mention the contract value that Lou Dort's under at 21 years old. It's fascinating watching him develop. It is. I mean, it's truly amazing to watch his tenacity too, and every single time he steps on the floor, his aggressiveness, and really. He has room to progress. And that's what's scary about Ludor as a player in a good way. Because he has room to progress as a player. He's not finishing all that well. For his size, for his ball handling ability, for his ability to simply get to the basket, when he gets there, he's not finishing all that well this year. I think he's finishing at the rim about 51-52% at the rim. That's going to improve as the game slows down for him. And he talked about that post-game, saying that he's really been working on with SGA being out. He's been working on the patience. He's been working on allowing the game to come to him because sometimes he's moving too fast, which is natural. I move too fast on this podcast just talking about the game sometime. It is natural for that to happen. But as he slows down, as he gets more comfortable, as he gets more repetition, as he gets more experience, as he allows the game to come to him, then eventually you won't see the blown layups that you see sometimes from Lou Dort. And you saw them even tonight as he scores 42 points. Blown layups. He has the ability to get to the rim and to get good looks at the rim. Eventually, that's going to fall. Right now, with a 20-year-old guy in Lou Dort, it's about the process. It's about what he's doing, not what the outcome is, right? The outcome's nice, and 42-point games are nice, but the process is just as important. As he becomes a better finisher, he'll become a better all-around offensive player to where if you're banking on an offensive regression you should also consider the possibility of an offensive progression. And even if you want to say that his three-point shooting will come down a notch, well, if his finishing goes up a notch, you've now kind of counteracted that to where you're still going to be as productive offensively as he has been so far this year. There's so much to love about what Lou Dort's doing. And the fact that in 79 career games, still not hitting that 82 game mark yet, In less than 82 games, a 21-year-old undrafted wing that stands 6'3", 215, has just etched in our brains that he's a lockdown defender to where it's no longer a big deal whenever he holds Mitchell to 22 points on 43% shooting. Most of those buckets did not come against Lou Dort, by the way, to where he really defended Mitchell well. The fact that it's already a rightful expectation of him To frustrate and fluster guys like Donovan Mitchell, guys like Steph Curry, Jamal Murray, guys like these top scorers, to to be able to have that reputation in less than 82 games is astounding. And that should not go unnoticed either. Lou Dort, right before our eyes, is becoming a valuable, all-around, complete NBA player. And he only has room to grow. And that is why Lou Dort is our Michelob Ultra player of the week because Lou Dort pouring in 42 points made this the perfect game for the Oklahoma city thunder. Lou Dort was able to keep this game competitive and fun and gave you something to watch for while the thunder lost another game to get closer to their goal of being in the upper echelon of tankathon.com. They've now lost seven straight, but in the midst of that Lou Dort scores 42 points. And, And the fact that we can have the conversation of what he can be, Offensively, and what he can turn into, and how much more he can do after he puts himself in that tier of an SGA, of a Russell Westbrook, of a Paul George, of a Kevin Durant, of a James Harden. The fact that he does that in this game is icing on the cake. He's the Mickelbulcher player of the week. It is only worth it if you enjoy it with 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. Joy creates success. Enjoyment is not the end game, it's the only game. Lou Dort brought me so much joy and happiness and enjoyment watching him play basketball this week that that's why he deserves this Michelob Ultra Player of the Week award. Are you happy because you win or do you win because you're happy? Well, Thunder fans are happy about every single result from tonight's game. The loss, the Lou Dort 42.9, and everything in between. So Lou Dort, that was a heck of a week. And congratulations on winning the Lockdown Thunder Michelob Ultra Player of the Week award. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are back on Locked On Thunder on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team's every day. I want to tell you right now, but our good friends over at the Locked On Today Podcast get all the sport news you need in under 20 minutes. With the new Locked On Today Podcast, hosted by Pete Bukowski, he updates you on all the latest sports news around every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow Locked On Today podcast and the Odyssey app or wherever else you get your podcast from. And now, let's get back to Locked On Lou Dort. So we talked about how Lou Dort can improve. It's by simply finishing better at the rim. And the only thing that he needs to correct here is just simply slowing down and getting composure. And you know who else struggled to finish at the rim his first year? Russell Westbrook. It's common. It's a common thing because you're trying to rush too much especially playing a guy like Rudy Gobert, who, by the way, Lou Dort was not afraid of whatsoever. And Lou Dort attacked Rudy Gobert, and Lou Dort attacked the Jazz in the paint. The entire team did for the most part, but especially Lou Dort. You know who didn't attack Rudy Gobert? Russell Westbrook and the Thunder in 2018. It is not an easy task to go into the paint whenever Rudy Gobert is standing there and then pour in 42 points. The seven threes help a ton. Uh, But he also did damage inside the restricted area and inside the lane against Rudy Gobert. Ludor was special tonight. And so we already discussed how he can improve his finishing. Also, the Thunder are accumulating the perfect team that they want to accumulate, right? Like they're building the team that from day one, Marcus talked about wanting. Marcus talked about wanting a team that's very versatile. A team that can play and switch one through five. A team that can, everyone can bring the ball to the floor. Everybody can be a playmaker. Everybody can just run in transition. And if you get a rebound, just go with it and run. And they're getting there. I mean, Taylor Malbon, playmaker. SGA, playmaker. Darius Baisley, to me, playmaker. Lou Dort, playmaker. They're getting the type of players they want to without even starting this rebuild yet. Like, we're still not even beginning the rebuild, which is crazy that they have this much of a foundation and this much of a starting point. Remember back on draft night 2020, whenever we were all scared, skeptical, interested in the Pokoshevsky draft pick. And collectively, as Thunder fans, we agreed, even if this is Dragon Bender, even if this is a terrible pick that never pans out and never sees a lot of day, it's still a win because the 2020 pick does not matter. It's house money. It's why you feel comfortable taking the home run swing. And yet, in 2020, as of now, it certainly looks like they hit on two draft picks. Teo and Poku to mix in with SGA and Lou Dort. And then whatever Darius Baisley becomes. But watching Lou Dort turn into the player he's become and already changing that narrative of the Andre 2.0 routine of just like, oh, he's a liability. He can't He's a defensive player. He can never be an offensive player. That's That's gone the way of the Dodo Bird. That's gone the way of the Glass Bottle Milk. Lou Dort is an all-around player now. He just so happens... To be able to lock up the best scores in this game. He just so happens to be able to get defensive highlights against LeBron James. But he's an all-around player. Today's game was perfect for the Thunder. You hung tough with Utah. You had a couple counter punches against Utah. And Lou Dort goes for 42. And you still end up losing. And you get the result you want wins and losses wise. And also the result you want on the floor. A result of competing for 48 minutes and playing till the end and being closer than the 40-point blowouts we saw a couple weeks ago. Everything about this game was, was perfect. Every way possible was perfect. The second best player on this team, though, was Ty Jerome. And it was Ty Jerome by far. And Ty Jerome knocking down four threes and five shots total, going for 14 points. He shows you the pathway for him to be a lethal weapon for you off the bench. Now, Ty Jerome's not going to be a starter for you ever, I don't think. I don't think it'll ever become a starting level player. But he will be a very valuable bench piece because he can do so much. First of all, his shot in general was impressive. Like, his ability to knock down shots is is jaw-dropping, but also his ability to shoot at a moment's notice, right? We we see, for example, in football, Mahomes can just get the ball off at any single arm angle, period. In this game, Jerome had a Mahomes-like shot to where the ball gets kicked out to him late in the shot clock at at around the break of the three-point line in that first quarter, he doesn't get much lift on his shot at all. He doesn't even really fully put the ball in, this, in the same placement he typically does. He short arms his his release a bit and just nails it. Just sinks it because he's able to hurry up, rush his shot, find his spot, and nail it. It's a flick of the wrist. It's a, a bucket almost every single time. Ty Drum's ability to get the shot off is incredible. And then he made that shot at the timeline with the shot clock expiring. He can he can do it like like he can get shots and create shots. His ability to add in that pump fake dribble in, it creates so much offense for your second unit because you have to race out and close out on a three-point shot. You have to or else you're going to give up a three-pointer. So you race out, you close out on him. He gives you a pump fake, you fly by him. He takes a step inside the arc. And then at that point, he's either got a wide open mid-range shot or You're going to step up and try to guard him. But guess what? He's a great passer. He has great vision. And he's a great playmaker. He'll dump it off down low to the dunker spot. And boom, a free two points that way. It's the layers to his game. And it's like peeling back like an onion, finding out all that Ty Jerome can end up doing. And he turns into this fascinating and intriguing and great bench piece to keep your second unit afloat. And that's truly going to matter when this team wants to compete again. This team wants to win 50 games again and wants to go to the postseason and wants to win a championship. Those things matter. Think about those recent teams that have tried to win games in Oklahoma City that haven't had that depth, that whenever your big three comes out, all of a sudden the team just sinks. Adding guys like Jerome, it helps you avoid that. Not everybody can be a starter. Not everybody can be a humongous part of your future. But Sam Presti has the errors in his ways, and he's starting to put more value in the peripheral pieces. And Ty Jerome is certainly one of those guys. Moses Brown secretly had a really good night against Rudy Gobert. He has a double-double in this game. He's a plus 10 in this game. I know we don't care about plus minus in a single game, but still, that's good against Rudy Gobert. 12 points, 15 rebounds, a couple steals, a block in this game, and only four fouls. Really nice to see that from him. Also, Darius Baisley, without Poku, is able to play his natural position at small forward. Now, the box score will not leap out at you whatsoever. I mean, it's seven points, it's a rebound, and that's it. Uh, But the comfortability was there. He he was the beneficiary of a three-point shot from Lou Dort who dribbles in and then immediately kicks out to him as a playmaker. But beyond that, you saw one instance of him running the floor perfectly where he gets a rebound, he sprints on the floor, he has a one-on-one situation at the rim, and then instead of just going up strong and dunking, or going up strong and just at least being aggressive at the rim, he tries a finger roll, it misses. The shot missed, duh. But again, the process was there, right? It, it's, the, it's the fortitude to get the rebound and just sprint, and, and not look around, not wait, not not take his time, not hesitate. And eventually, he'll be smarter about how to go up with the ball. And that'll really pay off for the Thunder big time. Darius Baisley will be better with the ball in his hands. He'll be better at that three position. And it'll be interesting, again, going back to what we talked about on, on Monday, to watch how him and Poku mix together. Whenever it is that Poku can rejoin the team after this arm injury, this arm soreness, we'll see how that goes for him. And if he's back for night two of this back-to-back in Oklahoma City against the Golden State Warriors. I want to talk about Gabriel Dex signing with Oklahoma City officially the contract, what it means, and what the Thunder are looking for coming up. Also, his timeline to join the team. But first, I want to tell you about a good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. They have six brand new flavors. caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry Garcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. They have an amazing selection but also, they're all covered in 100% real chocolate on the outside. They're soft and easy to chew. They're great for the health-conscious person to lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. The built Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for the keto diet. Try them out today at BiltBar.com, promo code lock 15 To get 15% off your next order, that's LOCKED15. Get you 15% off your next order at builtbar.com. So go right now to BiltBar.com and use promo code lock 15 Whenever you get that 15% off, Go ahead and try out the cookies and cream option. I love the cookies and cream built Bar. Try cookies and cream today at builtbar.com. Locked 15 gets you 15% off your next order. i want to tell you right now, regular friends over at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on your sport action. Football might be over, but the NBA, NHL, and MLB are in full swing. Guess what, though? Football's over. You can't bet on games, but you can bet on the NFL draft. Are you a party animal that loves the draft and wants to bet on it? You can do that at betonline.ag. It's real-time, updated odds, and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline even has you covered for the news, the scores, the odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. But guess what, folks? It does not end at sports. At betonline.ag, you can also bet on awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. online, your online sportbook experts. Go to BetOnline.ag. Use our promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline.ag to receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. I also want to tell you about good friends over at LockedOn NBA Draft. Guess what? The NBA Draft is sneaking up on you. And it's going to be very important for the Thunder you're going to want to know as much as possible. Not only will we cover the draft on Locked On Thunder, but you can get even more draft analysis on the Locked On NBA Draft podcast on top prospects available in the NBA Draft. There's scouting reports, there's draft rumors, and mock drafts all on Locked On NBA Draft. It's four days a week from credentialed NBA Draft experts. Follow Locked On NBA Draft on the Odyssey app or wherever else you get your podcast from. Let's talk now about Gabriel Deck, who signs with the Thunder officially. Andrew Schlecht had the numbers first, and then Woj eventually put them out as well. But Andrew was the first on the scene. So the Thunder officially signed him. It's a four-year deal worth $14.5 million, which breaks down to about a shade over $3 million annually. The years two through four are non-guaranteed. We speculated that earlier this week, that there's no way that the Thunder signed him to a legitimate long-term deal that this deal would feature funny business, and we did get funny business. It is non-guaranteed the Thunder can get out of this deal at any time. So why do it? Why do it? Well, it meets the salary floor, and it's simply better value than Darius Miller. Look, Darius Miller could have kept playing 10 minutes a night in Oklahoma City, if that, and knocking down a couple threes and being an interesting player, but having absolutely no chance of being in the future plans. Like, there was... Darius Miller could have dropped 42 points tonight. I mean, Darius Miller could have dropped 42 points tonight. Would not have mattered a bit. He would not have earned a spot on this Thunder team in the future. So you're wasting your time with Darius Miller here. Whereas you can wave him as they did and bring in a 26-year-old in Gabriel Deck who can come in and compete, and let's see what happens. Now, will it flame out? Probably. But who cares? It's more value than, than Darius Miller. It's more of an opportunity than Darius Miller had. It is... Just another opportunity to start panning for gold. That's what this season's about. It's not about wins. It's not about losses. It's about panning for gold and finding your diamonds in the rough. Finding your guys that are overlooked. Finding your guys who are outcasted. Finding your guys and finding that market inefficiency within basketball to help a small market team win. And that is overseas guys. That's undrafted guys. That's two-way guys. It's all the guys that that the Thunder have been good at developing. So why not take another hack? Why not? Let's try it. And if he's not good, you gave him a non-guaranteed deal. Who cares? But we knew the outcome with Darius Miller. I mean, we knew that factually, that he was not going to be coming back. We at least don't know for sure what Deck is. So you might as well try the unknown. Look, I've watched YouTube highlights, as Darius basically did. He told us pregame that, that he's been watching his highlights on YouTube. I don't know if Deck's going to be good or not. You know, all my sources of information are telling me that he's a tenacious player, that he's a streaky shooter, that's more of a defensive player, and is an intense player. Okay, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I, I can't act like I know what he'll end up being. But that's the beauty of it, and that's why you make the move. Because I could guarantee you what Darius Miller would be. I, I could guarantee you what the outcome of Darius Miller would be. I can't do that with Deck, and that's why you make this move. Now he's still working on his visa and we'll see whenever he comes over. The international reports are that he'll play April 23rd against Washington, that's kind of the target date for his debut. We'll see how that goes. Mark said that it's, there's no timetable officially for, from the Thunder standpoint because visas are just so unpredictable and it's kind of out of their hands at this point to where they can't really say, Oh yeah, for sure this date because things can, can go awry in this process. That's where it takes a little bit longer than expected. Now he also says the the money quote, right? This is the, this is the money quote that gets everyone a buzz that the scouts have been watching Gabriel Deck for a long time, for years. They've been watching Gabriel Deck and that the front office loves him, the scouts love him, and they've been watching him for years. I'm sure that they have. I am sure that they have been watching Deck for years. But what else is he supposed to say, right? So it's a money quote. It gets the headlines, but it's kind of just what he has to say at this point about this guy that they bring in and we'll see. And this is a lot more fun than Darius Miller and, and Miller deserves a ton of credit as we gave him the credit for on Monday or Friday, whenever it was, he got released. We gave him the credit of being that professional, of being that, that great teammate, uh, but his future was, was cemented and, and Dex is not. So that's why you bring in deck. Now this podcast will be back tomorrow to recap the Warriors game. Tune in on Friday. Friday is going to be a big show. Friday is a very special show. We'll be interviewing Ben Gulliver about his new book, Bubble Ball, Inside the Life of the NBA Bubble. He's going to break down all of this shiny and fancy behind-the-scenes details, a ton of questions to ask him about that process. He'll be on Friday, so make sure you're tuning in Friday morning to our interview with Ben Gulliver. Washington Post, NBA columnist and now official author, which you can go find his book, Bubble Ball, on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all that fun stuff. I cannot wait to interview Ben and, and tell all the stories about the NBA bubble. I've got my outline all, all ready to go uh, for the interview. And I, I look at the questions and I'm just so excited to hear his responses. So make sure you're tuning into that on Friday. This is Locked on Thunder, the daily podcast about the Oklahoma City Thunder. I am Ryland Styles. Follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. That's R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. We'll be back tomorrow to recap the Warriors game, so until then, be good and be good to one another. And a perfect ending to a historic day Hey prime members, you can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.